Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Balsack, and this episode is for all of my people with introverted tendencies out there. I'm going to give you three things that you can use to make networking so, so much easier without having to go pretend like you're an extrovert, going to these events, shaking hands, schmoozing, and doing all this stuff that, to be honest, is completely draining and somewhat terrifying. So, I can say all this stuff confidently because I am actually an introvert at heart. And this tends to surprise a lot of people because you see me on the LinkedIn lives or you hear me on this podcast or maybe I'm speaking somewhere or whatever it is, right? I have this personal brand where the entire brand, the entire business is built off of me getting out there and speaking to you and connecting with you, right? And that seems like a very extroverted thing to do. But truthfully, my happy place is at home in my sweats, which I'm wearing right now, behind my keyboard and really just being by myself or with, you know, a couple of close people who essentially hanging out with them basically feels like it's being alone. And that is really the best compliment that I can give. So when I started my job search, networking was terrifying for me. The thought of emailing a stranger and potentially getting rejected or having a 30 minute coffee with somebody was almost even scarier than that. Right. But Eventually, I got to the point where my back was against the wall. I didn't have any other options because my applications weren't going through. Nobody was giving me a chance. So I was essentially forced to do this thing that I really, really didn't want to do and really, really scared me. But like any skill, I got better at it with practice. And I want to share three specific things that I did that really, really helped me see more success without having to do a lot of stuff that didn't feel authentic to me and didn't feel comfortable to me and truthfully just drained a ton of my energy. So the first thing here was the fact that I focused on quality over quantity. So I didn't go to career fairs. I didn't go to meetups. I didn't blast out connection requests to anybody and everybody. Instead, I focused on a very specific set of people. And for me, these people had to meet a couple of criteria. First, they had to have been where I wanted to go, right? So I was transitioning from the healthcare space into the technology space. I wanted to find other people who had transitioned to the technology space from a non-traditional background. But on top of that, I made sure that these people were folks that I genuinely wanted to connect with. So I would research them. I would look at their LinkedIn profiles. I would look them up online and I would only focus on the people who I was genuinely excited to connect with for whatever reason. Maybe we had some personal hobby in common, or maybe there was something about their background that I thought was super, super cool. Whatever it was, there had to be this spark in me that said, wow, I really want to connect with this person because when that was the case, it made it a lot easier to reach out to them. And it also made the outreach a lot more authentic because I was truly genuinely excited to reach out to this person. I wasn't just thinking, oh, I have to reach out to this person because I want to get a job and I don't really know anything about them. They don't really seem to jive with anything that that I'm caring about or excited about, but I'm going to do this anyways, because Austin told me to in his newsletter or on his podcast or whatever. No, you want to find people where you say, wow, if I could connect with this person, that would actually be awesome. I'd be excited to have a conversation with them because of X, Y, and Z reasons. When you focus on those folks that you're genuinely excited about, outreach and networking is going to be a heck of a lot easier. The second thing that I did was I engaged on my terms. So at first, I was really terrified 
terrified of meeting people for coffee, let alone a group of people, right? Going to a meetup or whatever, because I didn't really know what to say. I didn't know what to offer. I didn't know what questions to ask. I didn't know how to handle these conversations. So instead of doing that, I actually engaged where I was comfortable, which was virtually in a one-on-one environment. And I actually focused on building up the relationships. So I would start with activities where I could add value from a place that I was comfortable. And I worked my way up to a place where initially I would be uncomfortable, but because I had a rapport built up already, it was much easier to take these larger steps with this person. So what I mean by that is at the beginning, I would actually spend a lot of time finding people who are active on LinkedIn, and that would allow me to comment on their posts. So I could leave a lot of value. I could engage with them in a way that wasn't super high stakes, super high pressure, right? I could see their post. I could take time to think about it, to come up with an answer that I felt good about. I could leave that comment. And then that person would eventually see it and they would engage back with me. Uh, or it might take, you know, a couple of comments to get that return. But this was on my terms. This was in my sweats behind my keyboard, you know, my happy place. It wasn't in this high pressure situation where we're going back and forth. It's face to face, etc. So I started in that lower stakes environment. And then as I began to comment on more people's posts, we would go into the DMs, right? And we would have a conversation in the DMs. And then eventually that would lead to a phone call. But by the time we got to the phone call, which would be a really, really stressful situation, if that was the first thing that I did, I would already have a relationship established with this person. We would have had, you know, a couple of exchanges in the comments, a couple of exchanges in the DMs. Again, this would likely be somebody that I was genuinely excited to chat with. So there would be some points of commonality or common ground. So by the time we got on the phone, there would be some context and I would have more knowledge about this person. And I would feel a heck of a lot more comfortable engaging with this person person over the phone or over a Zoom call in a virtual environment because there was that pre-existing relationship. I wasn't just showing up cold out of the blue and having to come up with this stuff on the spot. So this was one of the biggest turning points for me when I started engaging with people virtually in these small bite-sized environments, which were comfortable to me. So I engaged on my terms and I would encourage you to think about the terms that make you feel comfortable. And I would encourage you to go engage with people on those terms versus doing the things that everybody tells us to do, right? Go meet people for coffee, go to these meetups, go put yourself in these incredibly uncomfortable energy draining situations, right? Don't do that. Instead, focus on engaging in a way that makes you comfortable. And then finally, and maybe most importantly, I focused on my feelings and I used them in my approach. So I specifically paid attention to what I was feeling before, during, and after connecting with people. And what I found was that I got a lot of anxiety before I started to connect with somebody, right? So when I was thinking about leaving a comment or when I was thinking about sending an email or even after I did, I would have a lot of anxiety about whether this person would say yes back or whether they would like me or whether I would screw it up or say the right thing. And then once the person agreed, I actually found that once I got on the phone with them or once we were in the middle of a conversation, I got really energized because again, this was somebody I really wanted to connect with. And so that felt really good. I was really excited to actually be building a relationship with this person. And then after the connection, that high you know, lasted a little bit. I was kind of basking in the afterglow of having a good conversation or having a good interaction with this person. And so based on this, what I realized was that the anxiety really took a lot out of me before engaging with the person. And then also, depending on the engagement, I invested and expended a lot of energy because I got excited, right? So there was anxious energy at first and then excited energy after that. And what that left me with was feeling pretty drained and exhausted after a lot of these interactions. So I actually made a point to limit myself to a certain number of networking conversations every week. So I would essentially say, hey, I'm only going to do three or five conversations this week. 
And if that's too much for me, I'm going to scale it back next week. And then what I would do is essentially work my schedule that way. So if I had already filled my quota for the week with networking conversations, I would push the next networking conversation off to the next week or the next available slot. And what that allowed me to do was actually schedule in time to recharge my batteries, to regain my energy before I started engaging again. And that made the process a lot easier to stomach. That allowed me to show up at my my best at 100% for every single one of these interactions. Whereas before I was just trying to take as many of these conversations as I could and engage with as many people as I could. And I was just anxious and drained all the time. So focusing on my feelings and focusing on where my energy was going and where I was gaining energy from really helped me create a cadence that allowed me to be my best during these conversations, but also allowed me to recharge after them. So these three tips really changed the game for me as an introvert who was getting out there and was terrified of networking, but knew that I had to do it. And I obviously talk about networking a lot on this podcast and in my strategies. So I want you to be able to do it in a healthy way as well. But I also want you to know that you can absolutely be effective at networking as an introvert. And I hope some of these tips give you a few ways to do that. So that's it for today. Thank you as always for listening and we'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.